Good evening, everybody. Please put your hands together for the man of the hour, the birthday boy himself. It's your host, Alex Kitson. Uh, yeah, it, it, it is. It, welcome, first of all. Hello, hello. Welcome to the, this next act. Can we have been here before? Okay, that is that is that is cautious. Uh, can we cheer for this your first time? I love this stuff. Oh, cheers, guys. Thanks for coming down. Um, especially appreciative for people coming down today because, yeah, as it does said, it is my birthday. Um, yeah, I mean that is even more. But that is that is appreciated, but also feels sarcastic. Uh, that is like you're only 23. You haven't had that many yet. Um, no, but cheers, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming on down. If, if you haven't been here before, I'll give you a quick um, introduction. This is a sort of new material comedy night. Um, we've got a fantastic lineup on stage actually. So like people are going to come up. Do some new material, some some new jokes. Try it out, um, and yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be absolutely great. Some of it might not be, but who cares? Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Does that sound alright? <laughs> Love this stuff. Yeah. So if you, if you you know people trying out new stuff, it's more fun. The more fun you're having, the more fun the acts are having. So yeah, if you that if you if you feel like laughing, oh, I do. Uh, it'd be much it'd be much better for I mean a me right now uh, and b um, all the acts. But yes, it, it, it is my birthday. Um, it, it's, it's, I've had a reasonable day. It was all going well, and then I um, and then I crashed my car on the way here. Uh, <laughs> genuinely true. Yeah, I was driving because I'm, I'm living in Devon at the moment, so I, dro- I drove through Clifton on the way here and cr- uh, yeah, crashed into someone's car. Um, yeah, hit, hit, hit. <laughs> I, yeah, it weren't, weren't good. Don't have the money to fix that. Uh, and I'm a little bit shaken, but it's, it's gonna be fun, gonna be fun, gonna be fun. Um, I, I, I feel like some people who are so sort of slightly worried, I'm absolutely fine, uh, his car's absolutely fine, I, I, the, the guy's fine, like, uh, imagine if I killed someone and just came up on stage, like, uh, <laughs> like, oh, I killed three people with my car, and now let's do some comedy. Um, I feel like that is what the Joker movie's like, I haven't seen it, uh, but I feel like that's what, that's what happens, yeah, it's, um, it, it's 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 fine. It's only um, the only valuable thing I might have in my life, and the bloke records is five hundred pounds worth of damage on my car. Uh, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> we're having a good time. You, you you bless you. You're new here. You look so worried for me. This happens every week. I um, something happens. I come on. I'm like, wow, guys. I am absolutely stressed this week. And um, yeah, two weeks ago I lost my bag. Remember that? That was an absolute nightmare. Um, I, I thought I'd just ramp it up. Um, like I lost my bag. Now I've crashed, crashed my car. I, oh, I'm, I and at one week I'm just gonna be having like had my legs shot off, uh, and I'd be like, I'm really perturbed now. Um, really aggy. Still haven't got any jokes about it, but um, it's all good. Um, no, it's it's um, it's, my, it's it's my birthday. It's my twenty third birthday, um, which means it's it's five years since my eighteenth birthday, um, which was um, notable for because it was the first time. Um, this is the show now, by the way, because um, um, it was the first time I ever went to a club. Um, huge news, uh, huge day out at Kits and HQ. Um, I um, and it was also notable because it was my uh, first ever kiss. Huge, because um, I, I and I don't know how it happened because I wasn't a particularly cool sort of eighteen year old. I wasn't particularly like with it. <laughs> um, I and like my eighteenth birthday sums it up because we went out to a club, right? And I was there, I was grooving, um, and I thought a girl was flirting with me, right? Um, and I know, hilarious. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I, um, and I, it was going well. We were chatting, and um, I, and I was like, right, you, you got to give her a compliment. So I thought I'd tell her she smelt nice. Um, I mean, not not the, not the world's best start. 
and I, and she smelled like strawberries and raspberries and that. So I so I was, I was, I was like, right, I'm going to tell her, but I forgot the words for strawberries and raspberries. Uh, so I just said, "Oh, um, you smell like yogurt, uh, so, <laughs> yogurt." And like, that is um, any quick tip for any single lads in the audience. Uh, I mean, don't, don't tell a woman that she smells like live bacteria. That's not uh, like no one wants to smell like a dairy product. Like, what was I was hoping she was going to say, like she's just going to go, "Oh my god, this I just splashed on some Muller Corner." Like, that's not what anybody wants. Um, like, no one wants to smell like a dairy product. You don't see perfume adverts. It's just like, J'adore, Yo Valley. Um, from our Frey, the new fragrance from Pity for Lou. Now, that's not, that's not what anyone, but it, it went okay. And, um, when it, and it was my, um, it was my first kiss. Huge, huge, huge news. Um, and it didn't go that well because so we've been sort of going for about five seconds. And she pulled away and was like, have you done this before? Which is not a good review, uh, if I'm being honest with you. Um, and, and I was like, so I lied, obviously. I was like, yeah, of course I have. <laughs> Kiss thousands of girls, mate. Uh, and um, so, so we went back, and then, like, f- and then five seconds later again, she pulled away. I was like, no, seriously, have you done this before? I was like, come on. I had to spit her elbow out my mouth. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> crazy, yeah. I had to, <laughs> I had, to, <laughs> I had to put her foot down. I was like, what? I, yeah, I, I, I just sort of took my finger out her mouth. I was like, what on earth is going on? I took the condom off my ear. I was like, what on earth are you talking about? Um, and and she, she was like, you are a fucking loser. Uh, no, um, not the worst. I, I remember this as well. Because I, it... I'm, yeah, it, it can be. I'll, I'll talk to somebody in a bit. This, this is the. I'll save that for later. Um, it, I'm usually am usually this chaotic, uh, and then the other acts come on and it's good. Um, um, you guys have been here before. This little corner over here. That, that, that's about the vibe, isn't it? Yeah, weren't meant to agree. Um, good stuff. This couple here. You, you, you said you hadn't been here before. What are your names? You. Tara and Toby, everyone say hello, Tara and Toby. Wow, that was, that was, oh right, we're going to do that again, because that was, I'd argue, hostile. Um, everyone say hello, Tara and Toby. Tony. That's what I said, didn't I? Oh, I said Toby. Ah, uh, well, change it, sounds better. Uh, no, um, I'm, I'm very sorry, Tony, that's, um, yeah, that's right. It, it, it was that an Australian accent? I, yeah, bloody cheers, thank you. Um, Tara, and, Tara and Tony sounds like a sort of like a fun Australian kids' TV show. That's uh, that's really lovely. Are you both Australian or no? Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to out all Australians. Um, yeah, lovely stuff. I, I, do you live nearby or Hawfield? Oh, you you tra- travelled a little bit. You uh, yeah, why not? People travel for this. Um, I come from Devon. I don't know why people are. I'm, <laughs> I've come here from Devon on my birthday. Uh, I don't know why I'm slagging people that are coming out from Hallfield. Uh, that's lovely stuff. Um, how long have you been in the UK for? You. Uh, eight years. Okay. <laughs> you didn't sound that sure. Like, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not like customs. This is okay. Um, like, as long as you're not working, I'm fine with it. Uh, that's, um, you like it? Okay, that's, uh, look at me trying to do my best to change that. That's uh, <laughs> lovely stuff. Oh, thanks very much, very much for coming out. That's um, that's good stuff. We got we got a proper because I, re- I refused to book anybody I didn't like on my birthday. So um, so I, I've got people I like on. That's nice, isn't it? Um, I, I haven't spoken to this ca- this table, but 
I'll take up enough time talking about how I hit somebody with my car. Uh, it's um, good stuff. Good, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm off to go and uh, genuinely look up my insurance. Um, but I, we, 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 our, our first act, Jesse Nixon, is absolutely fantastic. So you are in more than capable hands. Um, so I, I, we haven't started this table, but I'm going to get you to sort of leave the applause tonight. So when I point to you. I want you to just sort of clap loads and go wild, and everyone else is going to follow your lead. Are you okay with that? Okay. She says, I, very much not okay with that. Um, I've never seen somebody look more cautious. Um, right, if you just give it a little practice, it'll be fine. That, 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 that's, I couldn't hear that. That's, uh, it's um, very rare to get a silent clap. That's, um, I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Come on, a little bit of welly. There we go, yeah. Wait, I, I point to you. We're going to do that, and everyone else is going to join. We're going to bring on Jason, Jesse Nixon. Right, let's go. What? There we go. And everyone else join in. And go wild. You're great. You're Jesse Nixon, everyone. Hello. Hello. Lovely stuff. How are we? Oh, you guys. What a crazy time to choose to sit down. You guys are crazy. If you come from some strain of delivery, you're not even looking at me. Whoa. Who are you guys? You guys are, yeah. What is that? What takeaway is that? It's, it's not, it's just bag. It's just bag. Yeah. What a deli- what a, what, what a deliver pointing. I was going to say disappointing. Started to say delivery. We're made for each other. Um, what are you guys, why have you just mimed punching? You know that I can see you. Which Scooby-Doo character forgotten are you? <laughs> forgotten Scooby-Doo character. The punching one. You got kicked out of the franchise because you kept punching Daphne in the tit. That's all I ever wanted to do as a kid. Punch that fucking bimbo right in the tit. And I'm joking. You should never preach violence to women. Um, I'm loving this background noise. I, I love it. I love a challenge. That's cool. Um, cool. My name's Jesse. I like my jokes how I like my dicks. <laughs> Uh, below the belt. Uh, I think anywhere else is odd. Do you not reckon? That's the other reason he got kicked out. You'd hate to see where his dick is. Um, <laughs> bless you, how old are you? 22. So much sass in that as well. He was like, fuck you, 22. That's cool. My mint green V-flipping Scooby-Doo kick-out friend. That's cool. You keep it up. I love it. Very interactive. We're bouncing. We're bouncing. Polyamory. Threesome. Dogging. I don't know. No one knows. I'm so thirsty. I'm joking. I'm not. But I am <laughs> always on the lookout for the D. <laughs> for the dick. Um, you guys uh, You guys ever had sex? I'm joking. I don't want to know. Twice. Ooh, very candid. User. I'm not going to ask. But I won't tell the Pope either. Um, no, I went to go get the contraceptive implant just the other day. You can feel it. It's in my arm afterwards if you want to. Um, but not because I'm having regular sex. It's not even Christmas. What are you wearing? <laughs> uh, you're getting absolutely roasted. I just You guys jumped into the oven five seconds before I came on stage. And now here you are. I'm going to saute the fuck out of you later. Uh, yeah, I'm not having regular sex. I just needed the implant just to feel involved. <laughs> you know how it is. Um, but I do have a new tip for you. Um, you know, like how they say, um, if you sit on your hand and then you, the mate, um, it feels like a stranger's hand. I have better advice, ladies, right? Use your left hand 
And then you do it really incompetently. You can pretend it's a real boy. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> It's fun. Um, <laughs> no, it's hard being uh, on the pole. I don't know. Like, it's hard to know where to aim. My self-esteem fluctuates a lot, you know. Because on the good days, I think, yeah, d- make a coffee. Go ahead. Let's live our dreams. Uh, <laughs> on the good days, I think, you know, I should quit my job. Because I'm, I'm, I'm five foot ten. Okay? News to you? Can you tell from here? He's like, I've been watching you for some time. Uh, mm-hmm. Um... I oh, know I'm always on the lookout for a, a tall, a tall man. I don't know why, but all women are. We all want a tall man. It's so strange. We essentially want a man that can overpower us whenever we want it. So, so it's on my list, top of my list. You know, he's got to be kind. He's got to have nice eyes. He's got to love to recycle, and he's got to be able to tackle me to the ground at any moment. <laughs> so weird. But yeah, I'm five ten. So I think you know, some days I'll just fucking quit my job. I hate my job. I'll just move to Australia and become a goddamn model. <laughs> And then on the bad days, I think I'd probably still look shit upside down. <laughs> that one demands some kind of comprehension of the topography of the globe. So if you don't have that, that's not my fault. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I think I'm basically like always caught in this contention between thinking I'm the dog's bollocks and thinking I'm bollocks. I'm just like my spirit animal is very much an old man that needs to be prom queen you know i'm like i'm the love child of maybelline and l'oreal like maybe i'm worth it <laughs> we don't know some of you are like i don't get that and that's fine you can just revise cosmetic companies in their taglines in your spare time that's no worries um it's hard i was thinking about maybe instead of um getting a boyfriend like you can maybe get a stalker is that a good plan <laughs> I don't know, like, do you guys know about stalkers, right, is that, and this might be news to you, but they are watching you (laughs) all the time, (laughs) Um, and I cannot maintain any kind of level of hygiene or decorum for anything more than 90 minutes, and I would disappoint my stalker like that, okay? (laughs) Uh, And I'll tell you for why. It's essentially because I'm disgusting. Women in the audience, do me a favor, right? Just just put your hands up for me if when um, you're alone and you know that no one's watching you, you're fucking disgusting. Thank you for the sisterly solidarity. That table over there, you guys are like, we shower every 90 minutes. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying. It is the universe's untold truth. All women are gross, none more so than me. I'm disgusting. I wiped my ass today with the same tissue I just used to blow my nose and I don't even give a fuck. I'm just not a cool, I'm not cool like that, you know? Like, I woke up in bed the other day and I thought, gross, what am I lying in? And it was me. (laughs) I ate nine grab bags the other day of prawn cocktail crisps. Ask me why. Because I wanted to. Get off my dick about it. (laughs) I'm just a gross lady. (laughs) Couldn't maintain a stalker, you know? Couldn't couldn't pin him down. <laughs> I'm not like the nice one, you know, the lovely ones. They get the stalkers, not me. Bitches, you know. I smell good all the time. Eat fruit on the reg. Masturbate elegantly with their right hands. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> they get their nice pants out of their drawers and they lay them out on the bed and then they put them on all sexy. So who's got nice pants? I knew, I knew you'd raise your hand. Are they um, lacy ladies' pants? Red but blue spotted. Red flower, blue thorns. Is that what you thought when you got your pants? 
That was a niche reference for the millennials in the room. Yeah, Shrek. So relatable. (laughs) Universally accessible comedy over here. Um, That's cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, Do you lay them out before you put them on, like to show your stalker what you're going to wear? You should consider, because I mean, I have been on tenterhooks this whole time because you've not been laying them out. The implication being that I'm stalking him, you see. It's a subversion of the usual gender dynamic where a man stalks a woman, and it's funny because it doesn't really happen socially, so it's quite, it's quite nuanced comedy. For the more astute of you, you'll get it. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> um. One of the other reasons, and this is quite a divisive thing to say, one of the other reasons that I, I'm, I'm struggling at the moment is, um, uh, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to piss anyone off here, but I um, hate men. Um, it's no, it's no, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's, it's not a big deal. I'm just basically a bit of a fucking misandrist. Don't fucking touch me, sir. <laughs> Get your filthy hands. <laughs> off of me you thought you could trick me with your little low five there you fucking you thought in your little cartoon character head i know what to do i'll low five her and that'll throw her off kilter you can't i'm not swindled that easily so what's your name callum the low fiver that's what they call you partly because you love a low five and partly because when you are a gigolo in your spare time it is under five pounds for an hour of your time Why am I being so horrible to that table? All I did was come in a fraction of a second before I started talking. Maybe I all, maybe I fancy them all. You know what I mean? Do you ever think when you're being horrible to someone, maybe I just fancy them? I get that about Boris Johnson all the time. No, I'm joking. I fancy his dad. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, am I fat? Don't answer. Um, I feel like I'm not fat enough for it to be my thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not fat enough to be in this special bit of Pornhub. <laughs> like, I'm not fat enough to tell Lizzo she's my inspiration, you know? I keep that to myself. It's a shame. Um, the fat thing really runs in the family. My uh, my cat is <laughs> morbidly obese. Um, he's so fat that he can't even wash himself anymore. And he's got dreadlocks. And because I'm from Bristol and I'm culturally compelled to be really right on about everything, I had to sit him down and I said to him, listen, Toby, as a white cat with dreadlocks, I just think you potentially run the risk of causing offence to other cats for whom dreadlocks hold particular religious or cultural significance. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) But he wouldn't listen. He just kept licking his asshole and screaming and then he jumped out of a window, which is what happens when you confront a racist. (laughs) So... But I am, um, I'm gonna do a bit of a kind of fraction of a TED talk now. Um, the gags are few and far between, but like we'll get there together. Um, I am a big fan of the body positivity movement, okay? I'm a big fan. But all activism demands scrutiny, okay? And I think the body positivity movement, um, there's a lot of kind of noxious phraseology that is thrown around willy nilly. Side note, every single academic essay I've ever written, I've put the word willy nilly in it. Cannot recommend it enough. <laughs> Feels very naughty, but is completely fine. Um, people are kind of saying stuff like, all women's bodies are beautiful. 
All women's bodies are beautiful. All women's bodies are beautiful. What is that, a rash shaped like a swastika? Gorgeous, honey, gorgeous. All women's bodies are beautiful. What is that, the decomposing eyeball of Theresa May? Delicious. Pass it on over here. I'll put it in my fucking martini. All women's bodies are beautiful. I love women and I love women's bodies. I got seven in my backyard. All women's bodies are beautiful. All women's bodies are beautiful. And the thing is, my body looks like the Statue of Liberty if she was made of feta. (laughs) And that's fine. But I don't appreciate society's hypocritical tendencies in affirming to me that I need my body to be beautiful. Because I don't. I don't need my body to be beautiful. But I follow the I follow the before and after weight loss um, tag on Instagram. And the woman on the left, the before she lost the weight woman, she was looks horrible. And it's not because she's fat. It's because they want her to look horrible because they want, her to, want us to hate her because they hate fat people, right? That's how it is. And it's a horrible angle, horrible lighting in this picture, horrible clothes, horrible everything. She's got red eyes. There's a demon stood behind her in the picture. <laughs> horrible, right? And she's saying, I've not eaten a vegetal since 1980. <laughs> when I was hungry, I just get a cow and I scoops out the insides and I just eat that. Same woman, 20 pounds and a spray tan down. Get all these dicks off my face. <laughs> it's hypocritical. critical It's hypocritical. How do you feel about it? Do you, did, was that funny? Or are you talking about something else? Oh, good. No, I'm just taking notes. I'm just taking notes. And I was ready to be openly hostile if you hadn't thought it was funny. You know what I mean? About if like uncocked my shush. Oh, did you? Are you from Bristol? You just love the West Country accent. Oh, lush. That's cool. That's, I think that's fine. Is that fine? <laughs> if you fancy like a one-on-one phone sex line where I'm just like, all right, my lover. <laughs> You're sticking it in as we speak. And frankly, I'm enjoying it quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, what it boils down to, and I'll leave you with this, um, is that I don't need my fucking body to be beautiful or appealing. I don't need to be fuckable. I don't give a shit, you know, because I'm the best shag I've ever had. (laughs) And I'm the best shag I ever will have. So um, at no point am I ever going to consider masturbating and then go, no, she's really let herself go. (laughs) I will wank until I die. Hello, hello. Uh, I am from Devon, and whoever said that they find West Country accents funny, I think you're a racist now. Fuck off. It's lovely. It's lovely to be here. Are you all having a good time? Excellent. Of course, it's Alex Kitson's birthday, and what better way to celebrate a birthday? We've got people at the back of the room playing Scrabble. Fucking party. Yeah. Uh, it's lovely to be here. It's really lovely to be here. As you might have noticed, this is a new material night and I will be reading uh, during my set, or as we call it, back home down near Cornwall, showing off. So it's lovely. It's lovely, right? Uh, 
I, I'm struggling for like Kit says weird that he was talking about like uh, his car and stuff as well I'm, I've, I've got a bit of car trouble my car's broken down I can't afford to fix it I'm a little bit skint at the moment and I, I've moved to a posher area of Bristol and being skint when you move to a posher area is the saddest moment of your life every day I have to work, walk past a shop in uh, Redland on Chandos Road called the Wealth Management Store has anyone ever seen a Wealth Management Store I have no idea what even happens in a Wealth Management Store but I would have booked myself in for an appointment there, which I imagine will be the shortest meeting that has ever happened. <laughs> Their main advice would be, get a smaller wallet, it will look less empty and less sad. I think that's <laughs> probably what would happen. Uh, I'll be honest, though, if there is a meal in this world better than beans on toast, then hoo-hoo, I can't afford it. That's uh, <laughs> sad truth. Sad truth of life. I like as well that with baked beans, there is a price range of baked beans. We all notice this. I like that you can get a 20p tin of baked beans, or you can get baked beans for a pound. Yeah, in case you want to spoil yourself. <laughs> I look at shelves of baked beans like middle class people look at shelves of wine. I go, which, which one will go well with toast? All of them. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Only trouble is, more expensive the beans, the cheaper the bread. That's what ends up happening. Uh, if I buy the 20p baked beans, I get some nice whole meal. If I get the one pound baked beans, just sort of sawdust held together with spit. That's the other, that's the main one. But uh, anyway, cool. So I am poor. That is that covered. Uh, you got a dream big though. Has anyone here got a dream? Give me a shout if you have a dream. Yeah. Fucking hell. Hello. What is your dream, sir? I want to be president. You want to be president? Okay. Right. <laughs> Do you know what? If anything we've learned in the modern age, achievable. Uh, so. President of where? You've not narrowed it. President of the United. You do know there is a little bit of a rule that you have to be born in America. You're going to play fast and loose with the rules. I like your style. Uh, cool. Uh, but yeah, well, you got to dream big. I always think it's weird that there was someone at some point in our world's history that looked up at the moon. They looked at the moon and went, one day I'm going to go up there and I'm going to play golf. Someone had that as a dream. Right, just imagine the life that you went through where that was your dream. And I read about the guy as well, it's called Alan Shepard, and I think it would make the most incredible sort of motivational film that has ever existed because Alan Shepard actually snuck the golf club up with him onto the moon. Right, I want to make, right, if I ever get a chance, I'm going to make a motivational film about this guy because we've got like stuff about Neil Armstrong, we had that one recently, it was about Neil Armstrong, we've got um, Apollo 13 as well, where um, like the Tom Hanks and all that, where it all goes wrong. They should do one about Apollo 14, about a guy sneaking a golf club up onto the moon and i've already got the start of a trailer it's not finished yet but it's the start of a trailer so one man's dream to boldly golf where no man has golfed before and then you'd have the guy that tries to stop and like god damn it shepherd you got to make up your mind what are you an astronaut or a golfer and he'd be like i dream of being both and be like, ah! it'd, be a, it'd be a great film i haven't got an end to the trailer yet but that was enough so far but uh but I'm quite obsessed with, um, oh no, I think another thing as well, like, uh, there's a, there's a saying. Does anyone like those motivational quotes, those motivational, count? you love them as well, as yours, like, one day you'll be the president, just scrawled on your wall. <laughs> you just got a picture of Mount Rushmore, but it's all your face. It's a good, <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> hey? Well, maybe tonight. No. Uh, <laughs> that was the creepiest ad lib that I, I panicked because I forgot the rest of my trailer and I thought, let's chop a 23? 23? Jesus Christ, 22. I'm 31. I feel like I'm already dying. This is... She's coming in nonce. (laughs) 
do you know what I liked as well? Very presidential. Very presidential. I, I hope no one recorded it because there will be a moment at this gig where someone in the front row looked at me and went, yeah, nonsense. So, <laughs> oh, what a moment. What a moment to be alive. What a moment to be alive. Incredible. Fucking hell. Oh, I should really plan my new material better so I don't end up getting called a nonce. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyway, you've got to dream big, guys. That's mainly the... Uh, there's, a, there's a phrase, one of these motivational canvases that you see all over the place. And the motivational canvas, it said, my ex-girlfriend used to have this as well. Yeah, girlfriend, not a child, an adult. Uh, <laughs> no, never have to do that as an ad lib to part of the material over. Uh, it said, shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you will wind up amongst the stars, right? And that's meant to be a motivational quote to say that, you know, even if you don't reach your destination, you'll be somewhere better than you were before. I don't know if you know much about space, but I think drifting through the endless eternity of space until the oxygen wears out, not your fucking best scenario. It's like, it's like if you were to get a plane, right? And the sort of the motivational slogan for the airline was fly off to America. You might not make it and you'll end up somewhere in the Atlantic. I don't think you'd, I don't think you'd get in that plane. But, uh, yeah, that needs an end too. Well, nonsense, eh? But anyway. <laughs> but I'm quite obsessed with stuff about the end of the world. I kind of said this before, but I love stuff about the end of the world, post apocalyptic stuff. Do we have any apocalyptic fans in here? No? I love it, right? I like stuff like sort of Mad Max, The Walking Dead, The News. Oh, I love it, right? It's great. The trouble is, I often find that they're always like huge American scenarios and stuff like that, but I realised one of my big problems, uh, well, not really a problem, it was the kind of thing that I didn't quite understand with, uh, especially Mad Max, right? Has anyone seen the film Mad Max? Oh, fuck, not enough, but never mind. Uh, but if you've seen the film Mad Max, you'll know that a lot of the people in the film they go around wearing sort of like uh, fetish gear, bondage gear, dressed up as gimps and all this sort of stuff. And I used to wonder, why does that happen? Why, after the apocalypse, are they literally everywhere? Like, <laughs> And I started to think, maybe, maybe it's a comment that with society as it is, maybe this is like a more common belief than like you imagine. You think it's more of a fringe thing now, but with society collapse, people are, are free to express themselves in the way they want with like leather and chains and whips and stuff like that. I thought maybe that was the reason. And then I realised what the real reason was. These people are in fact statistically more likely to survive because if a nuclear bomb does drop, they spend a lot of their free time underground in dungeons. <laughs> so it's kind of like natural selection, isn't it? Like we have... You have like Darwin saying survival of the fittest. The new sort of survivalism will be survival of the kinkiest. That will be the, the future of humanity. But well, that sort of worked. Anyway. <laughs> sort of went a bit TED talky in the middle, didn't it? It's like, maybe I'll throw a few more jokes in there. But anyway, do we have any questions? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We could do a little bit of improv. I've got like 30 seconds left. Anyone want to do any improv? Shout out a topic. Nah, I got nothing. Baked beans in space. Have you not been listening? <laughs> Good God. Anyway, that is all from me. It is Alex Kitson's birthday. Please give the guy a lot of love. He's a very lovely man. He does a lot for Bristol comedy as well. He's very nice, even if he does have terrible hair. But I do love him. I do love that. And, and he sets the mic up way too low for anyone. But still, you guys have been great. My name is Richard James on Facebook, Twitter, and all that shit. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that, 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 that is a perfect moment to realise that, yeah, um, the, to, to mention that, yeah, 
we, we do record this, so nonce is available on a lot of podcast platforms. Uh, but that, that is the end of our first section. So yeah, go grab yourselves a drink. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. More Fantastic Acts. See you in a bit. Everybody, please put your hands together for the return to the stage. The man who took Dave Matthews Band's hit single, Crash Into Me, a little too seriously. It's Alex Kitson. Dave Matthews, anyone? Anyone? Um, I, 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 it's a dated reference. On 23, I mentioned that about 15 billion times. Don't get it. Um, good stuff. We, we've lost the President of the United States, which is, uh, I, I think, a crisis of some description. Um, it's, it's a shame, but oh, I don't know. Um, he got some big laughs, didn't he? Um, shame. The best ones quit early. Um, lovely stuff. We've got new, new people say, hey, well, you, you gave me a sort of lovely, well, when I walked off, um, just sort of say, you know, it was a break. No, no, no one clapped, which is usual, because uh, they're often that uh, gets the bar, and also it's me. Uh, but you gave me a very gentle round of applause. I was very appreciative. Uh, yeah, cheers then. Uh, um, have you guys been here before? Have you? No, you're here. Debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely stuff. Um, you enjoyed it so far? Don't answer that. Um, what are your names? Introduce yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Danielle. Danielle? I'm Ruth. Uh, Danielle and Ruth in a fun way. Um, lovely stuff. You look like a bit of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why not? Stop... Start your own applause, applause breaks, guys. Um, that's a fun technique. I might start doing that. Whenever, whenever a joke bombs, I'll just be like, yeah. And, and, and then I said, porcupine. <laughs> Lovely stuff. That's, uh, I'll, I'll be using that. That's, um, catch me at the smoke and mirrors, be trying that one out. Um, Lovely stuff. Are you, so you're, you guys, how do you guys know each other? You? Oh. Oh, oh, wow. Kind of make it but, um, you don't have to, it's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, lovely stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, lovely stuff. So you're like a sort of, like, teacher's pet. Um, yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah, just sort of... Oh, lovely stuff. That's, that's actually really lovely. I, um... I... I don't hang out with my ex-teachers, but um, <laughs> more power to you. That's um, I, I, I think I am as well. Um, the, the police disagree, but um, they offered. Um, that's not true. They uh, didn't fancy me. Um, <laughs> good stuff. Right. The good news is we got um, the second half of more, more fantastic comedy. How good was that first half, by the way? That's uh, oh, wow. Uh, lovely place. Yeah. Also. It's also a first third. We've got two thirds to go. Um, that's my maths wrong. What did you teach? What did you teach? So, sorry. Oh, no, uh, so... <laughs> not a teacher. Oh, not a teacher. Um, you, you, so uni... Uh, oh, sorry. You sound very unsure about your own job. That's... Uh, um, <laughs> that sounds like me. And I'm... I, I, it's, it's called unemployed. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's... A, you hiring at the uni? Oh, you don't work there. You, you, so you don't work there, or <laughs> or know what you're doing? Yeah, just just, just recruit the friend. That's um, <laughs> that's lovely stuff. Okay, but that's that's a what a mystery that is. Um, if anybody wants to de- delve further into that, you can in the breaks. Um, why this woman was in a university talking to students while not working there—that was um, <laughs> good fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like this dynamic. Oh, you, I'm, I'm back. Where's the, where's the president? 
Oh, it's depressing. Uh, yeah. Oh, what, 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 can, can we do the... Oh, what's it called? The, um, the march when they, they play when the president comes. Um, what's it called? Uh, yeah, yeah. Duh, duh. Well, okay, we'll save it for when he comes back. Where, is, is he outside having a smoke or something? Where is he? Oh, he's in the bar. Oh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you got the. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I, I, I thought. You, I thought. You, I mean. I mean, you, you, you're always going to have your core demographic here. Um, you've got. you got your strong base, and then. Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, at the start, I was like, oh, you've lost them. But then it's always tough in the midterms. But then they came back in time for the general. Right. Um, that's lovely stuff. Right. And it does mean that we're ready to start our... To, oh. <laughs> right. Uh, good news. Right. The president, the president's back, which means we can start again if the president stops. Um, ironically, it's weird. Um, but yeah, we've got a second third of more fantastic comedy. You're gonna absolutely love these guys. Um, so we'll go back to our table over there. And you can even have been practicing a clap in the break. You have been. Oh, that's good news because I mean, I don't want to be rude, but in the first half, that was oh dire. Uh, so give it, give it a go. Oh, you're too embarrassed. Oh, that's, that's, like, that in the, in the biz is called bottling it. That's, um, yeah, I, I mean, it was okay. You can do it as a team if you want, but I'll, I'll point to you. Lovely start, everyone. Bring it around. You go wild. You go crazy. for Mr. Jack Davies. The man's on stage now. Wait, did I make it weird or did you make it weird? <laughs> Both. Yeah, I'll take that. That's no, fine. All right. Good, yeah. What were you expecting? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, sh- I should, have, uh, should have prepared something to say. Um, off the top, at least. I'm, I'm a lazy person. What can I say? I, I, it's... You know, <laughs> always been a lazy person, uh, which is why when I was younger, I wanted to be a bin man, which sounds like it doesn't make sense, right? Uh, well, it doesn't make sense. I thought they only worked one day a week. <laughs> uh, It's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> I thought I'd have it made, seriously. You know, if money got tight, could be a priest on Sundays. <laughs> if I'm still a bit poor, could be a plumber Friday nights. Uh, that's what time my plumber comes around, anyway. Doesn't leave till Saturday morning. You know. <laughs> Crazy hours. When will my mum's on sweet get fixed? Tim's a nice guy, but, you know, bad plumber. Bad plumber. Get a new one. He's rubbish. I get on with my mum. There, I've said it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I used to get on a lot better with her until she made a discovery. 
she found my flashlight. Uh, she found my pocket pussy. Uh, my rubber vagina. Yeah. And I know what you're thinking. Uh, disgusting. And you're right. Who buys all three? I mean, you, you don't. Uh, you're right. Sickening. I'm not, I'm not a pervert. Yeah. Just because I go to life drawing classes. <laughs> you think you've, think you've, think, you think you think you know who I am? I go to life drawing classes. But not for that. Not for that. I can go on the internet if I want that. But it's art. It's art. And uh, it costs a lot of money, though. £15. It's a lot, isn't it? £15. I don't pay that anymore, though. I've worked out a loophole. Right? Less a loophole, more a window. Uh, uh, to be brutally specific, a skylight. <laughs> Tough. You ever try to put an easel on the roof? It's tough. It's hard. It's hard. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Last time I was here, I told a uh, that the the flashlight is. I have a flashlight, right? <laughs> but I didn't buy it. And last time I was here, I told the story about how I got it. It's, it's a story where I don't come out of it looking good. But you know, essentially, I stole it, which is anyway. That was a uh, that was that was last time. But now I think, what am I going to do this week? And I thought, well, why not just say probably the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, and this is really weird. I look really weird. I come out of this looking weird. Okay. Full disclosure. Okay. So <laughs> I was about eight years old, right? About eight or nine. I can't specifically remember. Uh, I got, got worms. Uh, worms in the old bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those ones. And um, I said, something along the lines of, Mum, my ass is fucking itchy, yo. <laughs> Uh, and, and she was like, oh, let me check. So she, <laughs> we, we went to the bathroom. I'm a little kid. I'm a little kid. I'm a little kid. Uh, and I sort of, you know, legs up here. And she has a look, she has a look in my bum, my, my arsehole. And she's like, you got worms? And I'm like, cool. Medication sorted it, right? Now, that's not weird. That's not the weird bit. <laughs> the weird bit, and I'm not, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. But I must have quite liked her looking at my ass. Because a couple of weeks later, I said to my mum again, I think the worms are back. They weren't back. They weren't back. They weren't. I said, come and look at... Let's do the thing again. Let's go up there. And, And she did. And she's like, I can't really see anything. And I was like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Uh, huh, false alarm. Phew. Uh, so my parents obviously were like, oh, whatever. But then they, they went out like to town like a, a, a week or two later. My nan was babysitting me. Right? So at this point, my, the, my parents know my game now. They must know. My nan don't. I say to my nan, my little old lovely nan, I say, my uh, ass is itchy. I think it might be the worms again. I got worms a couple of weeks ago. What my parents do, when, when just to check, 
And so we go upstairs. She's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, we'll do that. She comes upstairs. And I'm just fully just close off. Bang, look at this, look at this, look at my asshole. And she told my parents, and, and I don't know if they fully got the end of the stick because they never spoke to me about it. I told, right, my ex-girlfriend, I told her this in confidence. Like, this is a, how weird is that? Because I don't, I don't like, I, I'm not, I don't like that anymore. <laughs> it was very much a phase. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like, I'm not, I, right? <laughs> I told my ex-girlfriend this, and uh, she came on holiday with me and my parents once. And over dinner, she decides to bring it up. How I conned my parents into looking them up. And it was so fucking awkward for about a minute. And I remember I pulled her aside afterwards, like, what was that? And she had no idea why I was getting angry. Like, is that not mental to bring that up? But I guess, you know, obviously I'm telling you, so it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm ridded of the uh, shame, yeah. Again, I've never said that before. I've never told that uh, story, so it's not, yeah. How long have I done? <laughs> Seven and a half minutes. How long do you think I've done? Don't know. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, five. Nice. Flu, because you, because you, because you love it. You sycophant! You sycophant! No, okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not crazy. Do I come across crazy in that? No, no. I like how you're sort of going. No, no. <laughs> I know. Even look at me now. I like don't look at my ass. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm not crazy. I live, I, I, I know what crazy is. I live in Bristol. I know what crazy is. There's a, there's a lot of crazy people. I saw a bloke getting kicked out of Subway. That's a real fucking hoot. I recommend that. That was, but the best thing about it was you wouldn't have known he was crazy from looking at him, right? If you've got something to say to your friend, you could share it with the group. No, nothing. Ah. No. Sorry, I'm going crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I saw a bloke getting kicked out of Subway. That Subway, uh, the restaurant, uh, I should add. Not the, uh, you know. I don't know if you know about Subway. You order sandwiches, six-inch foot long, whatever. You order the six-inch meatball marinara. Yeah, so far, so sane. Fine, good sandwich. Uh, everything was fine until at the end. Where she slides him his sandwich. He reaches in his pocket and pulls out a ruler. Uh, and I'm thinking, no way. <laughs> Uh, the girl behind the counter, she's going, no, you're not fucking doing that. <laughs> he knows what he's doing, this guy. An old school ruler puts it down on the desk, gives it a couple of... That's the whole fucking thing. I'm like, crazy. Could cut the tension with a knife, you know. He plays a good game. You know, we thought he was going to measure the sandwich. He shoved it up his ass. <laughs> kick him out. Kick him out. Fair play. Fair play. Um, yeah, you've been great. I'll, I'll, I'll do. Yeah. Cheers. I mean, Jack Davey. Thanks. <laughs> Jack Davey, everyone! Oh, what a fucking legend! Right, um, right. That is the end of our second third, but we got another third. What good? So yeah, I know, it's crazy. So um, who saw that coming? Uh, yeah, so go, go, go to the bar, grab yourselves a drink, and so we'll see you in a little bit. Bye bye.
Hey, everybody. Please join me in welcoming our host on his birthday by singing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. 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 Oh, 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 oh,
it's, it's it's turned into a birthday party where the host won't stop making it about them. Um, but that was just super lovely. But uh, we've still got stuff to go. Um, so and we got our first actor um, named Matthew Hayhurst. He's absolutely great. So you're gonna love him. Um, for for the Tron Ultimate uh, time tonight, we're gonna come to you. And how, how's he clapping now? Is it right? Lovely stuff. Right, is he following her lead? Go wild, go crazy, Mr. Matthew Hayhurst. Right, I'm Matt, I'm 21, I love geese, and I fucking hate ISIS. Bunch of dickheads. <laughs> hate all of them, fuck them. Um, I'm trying to get this done as quickly as possible. ITV3's got a Dickinson's Real Deal marathon on. Fucking sick. Um, yeah, and also, Sunday night, best day of the week. I think we all know why. Michael Portillo's Great British Railway Journeys is on. Yes! But genuinely, there is no better way to spend your night than with a bit of Portillo patronising the fuck out of a coal miner in a once great northern industrial town. <laughs> Genuinely, that man, it'll just go up to, oh, so, oh, uh, the mine, the mine, oh, it closed in the 80s. I can't, I can't possibly think why. Absolutely managing to gloss the fuck over Thatcher's economic policies. Probably destroying this man's entire livelihood. Fucking yeah. Love Portillo, man. Love him. Um, yeah, I'm kind of fucked, though, tonight, because, yeah, this is a new writing night, and I haven't written anything new this week. Um, I found one note in my phone. Which I must have written when I was drunk, so no recollection. Yeah, I drink. I've had pints before. Fucking legend. Yeah, rock and roll's not dead. Um, and yeah, so one note, and it basically just said on that one note, is Rambo First Blood Part 2 a funny film title? Yes, is the answer to that. Because Rambo First Blood Part 2, surely it'd just be Rambo a bit more blood. You can't have First Blood twice. But yeah, so that was all that was. That's it. That's the new material for this week out of the way. Um, yeah, fantastic. Um, so yeah, but I, I do, I do love things like Rambo First Blood. I've been watching a lot of those shit, like straight to DVD action movies at the moment. You know, the kind of ones with names like Half Past Dead, uh, that <laughs> co-star, like prominent thespians, such great film, prominent thespians such as Ja Rule. Um, <laughs> Or Stone Cold Steve Austin, for instance. But yeah, I fucking I love Steven Seagal, man. If you don't know what he looks like, picture a walrus that has somehow managed to find its way into a flight path of a Boeing 737. Um, and you're pretty much there. He's a horrible-looking man. But um, I was like, I love him. I love his shit action film. So I, I thought, how do you show your love to someone? You write him a sonnet. Um, yeah, that's what I've done. Never usually works with girls, but maybe it'll work with Seagal if he's in the... Back anywhere? No, it'll never work. It'll never reply to my emails. So yeah, this is a sonnet for Stephen Seagal. Um, Stephen Seagal, I am your biggest fan. I've seen Half Past Death nearly a thousand times. Yes, I've never spoken to a woman. So to you instead, I'll dedicate my rhymes. You're a maverick, and yet you get results. Misc foreign nationals fall at your big hands. Your films only appeal to certain adults, well, mainly ones with names like Chad or Rand. You always play an uncorrupt ex-cop. Your steadfast morals always guide thee through. Admittedly, for women, black people, gay people, Jewish people, non-Americans, women again, Native Americans, communists, atheists, trade unionists, protesters, and women again, those morals drop. Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme has got fuck all on you. Um, yes, I know you've never won an Oscar, but you can always come and stay with me in Gloucester. Uh, that's that. Yeah, don't live in Gloucester, it's the only rhyme. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing a lot of that. Um, I've completely, I was hard, like about two minutes of stuff, which I've completely forgotten to say, and I won't be able to shoehorn in now. Uh, so let's forget that. This is a very short set. Um, I've written another poem, completely unrelated. It's about like space and that. 
So, um, this is, it's not got a name, but let's, we'll go with it. Um, up in the International Space Station, life isn't that exciting. There's not one single Weatherspoons, or in fact anywhere to have a pint in. Oh, I bet you get a good view of Earth. That must be amazing. All you can see is a big blue lump, and it's not as if you can see people waving. I don't care about the science stuff. Space can keep all of its rocks. There isn't a single washing machine. I just want to clean my socks. The international cooperation you hear about, that's just not a thing. A Kazakhstani boat once punched me when I said he couldn't... I nearly had a lisp for about one word then. Said he couldn't sing. Have you ever tried to wank in space? It's pretty fucking hard. I tried it in a communal area once, and now I'm fucking barred. (laughs) The food is obviously terrible. That's not at all surprising. But the most annoying thing of all is when it starts randomly just rising. That's a little gravity joke. You don't get many of those these days. Um... Everyone's a dick up here, and that includes me too. You would also be a dick if you were the only woman in the crew. Hey, you bunch of fucking sexists! You all assumed that this was about a man, but it wasn't. It was about a woman. So you're all cancelled. You're fucking cancelled. You're cancelled. I hate all of you. Fuck off. Thank you. Bye. Matthew Hayes, everyone! Um... Lovely bloody stuff. You're all fucking cancelled. Love that. Right. Let's keep that going from Mr. Provania Is she? Pravani Pillay, no relation. <laughs> so people are often saying to me, they're saying, oh my God, you're, you're crazy, you're, you're mad, you're insane, you're, you're crazy, you're crazy. Crazy for feeling so lonely. Crazy talented. <laughs> crazy. Crazy for feeling so blue. Although I am on antidepressants. I knew I'd love you as long as you wanted. Leave you. Leave you for somebody new. Are we? Is this? (laughs) Worry. Why should I let myself worry? (laughs) No, you hang up first. (laughs) Wondering, what in the world will I do? Are we, is this love? Is this love? Crazy for thinking that my love could hold you. So just why won't you text me back? Crazy for crying. I'm not making a scene. You're making a scene. (laughs) Crazy for lying. And I'm crazy for loving. This is over. You. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I um, I really needed that. I've just been through a really hard breakup, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough about me. Um, let's find out about you 
guys. Hi, what's your name? Uh, Chloe. Chloe, it's uh, it's lovely to meet you, Chloe. Um, how are you? Yeah, you enjoying the weather change? <laughs> it's oh my god, it's mad out there. <laughs> Sunny in the morning, rainy in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, you're telling me. Um, so, what do you what do you do? Oh, wow. I, um, yeah, burgers are nice. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, you know, I think we're vibing here. We've got, we've got a bit of a vibe. Do you think, can you sit, can you, yeah, okay, no, we're, we're vibing here. Yeah, so we're vibing. I feel like we're vibing and I'm, I don't usually do this. I don't, I don't usually do this, but I think, um, what's your surname again? So it's Chloe Wiltshire. Okay. Chloe Wiltshire. Okay, I think I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make up a personalized song for you, Chloe Wiltshire, and you are the manager at Ui, assistant manager. No, no, no. Love yourself. All right, you are the. Um, so Chloe Wiltshire, and you're the manager. Chloe Wiltshire, manager at Ui Vegan. Okay, right. I'm gonna make up a song. Okay, I'm gonna make up a song. Okay. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Chloe Wiltshire. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Hi. Uh, what was your name? Cameron. Cameron. It's lovely to meet you, Cameron. That's a lovely name. Um, and, oh, sorry, I feel like... Sorry, one second. Is a bit sorry. Is that your phone? <laughs> I feel like. Oh, I think it's my phone. One second, I just got to get this. Sorry, I really got to get this. Hello. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, I have got to go. Um. <laughs> Because that was the sesh calling. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Time for. Time for. Wait. Time for. The night out with Pratt.
And that's what depression's like. <laughs> Unstable. <sighs> All right, so I'm going to get serious for a second. <laughs> um... So um a lot of my a lot of my depression was caused by a relationship that I was in um sort of triggered off the back of that breakup. Uh it was pretty hard cuz um sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh it was pretty hard cuz we um we lived together. Uh sorry. Okay, okay, no, we lived together and um, we shared we shared a home and I spent a lot of time sort of hoping he would come home. Um, like, a lot of time thinking maybe he'd come back and maybe he'd come home and then I sort of had to come to terms with the fact that he he wasn't coming home. But football is, football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home. It's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home. Goal! Football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming. Football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming. Football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming. Football's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Home. It's coming. Football's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yes. It's coming. It's coming. Football's. Hey, I got you there. Coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming. Oh, God. Oh. Where is that song from? <laughs> All right, thank you very much. I'm everybody. Oh, you got all your stuff. Um... In fairness, I have been on a night out with Prav, and that is what it's like. Uh, that is um, very uh, clumsy lady. Um, um, good stuff. Right, let's. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm planning to give out an award at the end of the year for um, the uh, the washerwoman uh, honorary award for abusive equipment. 
uh, which is a joke that only he will get. Um, but I think we just found ourselves as a nominee. Um, right. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the amount of happy birthday you had to sing. Uh, I, I, you're walking in and I was like, and you're probably like, I probably have to sing that tonight. And then you had to sing it three times. Um, good bloody stuff. Right. That's the end of the night. Oh, oh I know. Good. Well trained. Um, but the good news is we're here every week. Hooray! Lovely baby stuff. Right, um, and if you want to keep up with us, you can on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. We've also got a Facebook group um, where I plug the events and also you know, any mega bands you want to uh, stick in there. Stick, type Richards and Nonce in there. That'll be fun. Um, no. <laughs> okay. okay. J- J- Jack's got worms. Uh, <laughs> you can post pictures of his bum in there. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, if, he, if you're up for that. Um, also, uh, while you're online, um, we're also a podcast, if you want to listen to this again, um, if, if you ever forget the words to happy birthday or anything, um, you can, we're on the Out of Lives Network, we're on iTunes and Spotify and all the, all the name one, Apple Music, you're on that one? Good. Um, <laughs> lovely stuff. Um, I don't know. Um, uh, also, while you're, while you're bloody liking stuff and being a legend, uh, the, like the kettle on Facebook and uh, Twitter. It's Bristol's comedy calendar. Every single comedy event that's happening in the city is on there. Um, you know, uh, from this one downwards. And, uh, and, and also it's a website. And they've got lots of articles about Bristol comedy. I, I wrote something which is on the website. It's, it's about Bristol student comedy. It's the only subject I can write about. And I plug this a lot. Um, what else? Oh, and also you find out about other people's shows and sort of things like that, like Morgan's thing and Prav's doing a show as well. Um, if you want to see it's coming home again, uh, you can at the Cube. When, when's the date of the Cube? The 30th of October. 30th of October. Um, yeah. What way is welcome in? Brexit. Um, right. Uh, uh, um, what else have I got? I, I've written down some stuff. Oh, also, I've got a bucket. Um, uh, if you want to chuck some money in it, that'd be amazing. I, I know lots of you don't. Uh, I know lots of you don't. Um, no, it, it, if you don't have any money, that's absolutely fine. But it just helps us keep the night going. Um, but if not, just find a comedian that you enjoyed. Tell them you liked it. Thank the bar staff, and or just tell a friend that you enjoyed here. And hopefully, I'll see you again. Right, I'll be out. Let's kiss. I'll see you again. Bye bye. www.outoflives.net